talks about how 2 Peter chapter 2, for, verse 4, if, For if God spared not the angels of sin, but cast them down unto hell and delivered them into the chains of darkness to reserve unto judgment. And he spared not the old world, and he saved Noah, that eighth person of a preacher of righteousness, bringing the flood of the, upon the world of the ungodly, and it turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them, which was overthrown, making them example unto those that after should live ungodly. And he lived, delivered the just lot vexed with the filthy, filthy conversation of the wicked. We see here that um, he didn't spare the old world when Noah was working for 120 years, building an ark that was, um, I think the dimensions was 450 feet long, 75 feet wide, and 45 feet tall. And you know, I guess I, on the onset here, I'd like to, I'd, I'd like to, uh, we'll be turning to um, Genesis 6 is the chapter that I would like to look at today. But I, on the onset, I'd like for you to think. Many of you people today have probably did things that you don't really feel like that you have been real prosperous as far as maybe saving lives or saving people or bringing people out of the, the pits of hell, so to say. You maybe don't feel like you've been overly successful. But that doesn't change the pattern of what God has told us to do. He told us to be fishers of men. And he says, go out into the world and bring people in to, your, to his kingdom. Now, Noah could have almost felt like he was a failure, now, I don't know why, the, uh, I, I think the Bible does say that he, he took 120 years to build this ark. And you might ask the question, why did it take 120 years? I think that was the grace of God. I think that was the grace of God. I think, I think it could have been done quicker than that, but it was the grace of God was, was when Noah would go out and he'd tell the people that there's a flood coming. And he was telling the people that, they're going to get into this, to get into this boat. And he was going to rescue the people. And I believe he was a preacher of righteousness. I think the Bible tells us that. And he was preparing the people to come in and, and to save lives. And um, in one part of the Bible that it kind of alludes a little bit like, um, it says, yet for another seven days. And then it rained on the earth for 40 days and 40 nights. I kind of have it almost pictured like the door was shut seven days before it began to rain. And you know, that reminds me of this song. I really love this song. And I'm not trying to be critical about the song, and I, I think it's a good message. And I, I, I mean, it means, means good, and it's nothing wrong with it. But you know, the, 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 the song goes something like that. There's still time, there's still time to be saved by the blood. And I agree with that. The day is accepted time, but the day is the day. The Bible also said it is high time to wake out of sleep, for now is our salvation near when we believe. The night is far spent and the days at our hand. Let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. And so I'm saying this to say that, that there is still time. The day is the time. The day is the day of salvation. 
And, uh, and I'd, like to, uh, I'd like for us just to think about, you know, the, like we often run through that as it was in the days of Noah and as it was in the days of Lot. And, and, and we can do that and we can say that with power and we can say that with authority like we really understand how it was in those days. But, um, and, and you begin to look and you begin to read in the, the days of Noah and the days of Lot and uh, it sounds very similar I might say this is one thing that I really, really noticed in the days of Lot. I believe the people were very prosperous. I believe the people were, um, were, um, were they, they were very prosperous. They were, they were very sinful also. And you know, um, I, 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 I guess it's some of the same symptoms, so to say. Some of the same symptoms that we see today is what they seen back at the flood. Uh, it, it's very, it was very prevalent for, um, you know, for uh, uh, evil men and, and people to be very sinful. And, uh, and, uh, and, and I'll read that just in a little bit here in, 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 uh, in the writing there in, in chapter 6 in Genesis. Uh, you can be turning to that. But I, I'd like for you to think, you know, we as people... We have, we have grown in numbers and wealth and power in the, like no other nation has ever grown. I believe that we have, um, we have simply, uh, we have grown in, and this, this nation was found on God. You know, you, you can actually, if you, if you get your money out of your pocket and, and uh, on that it'll say, in God we trust. It was, it was founded on God. And little would you think that this nation is, is, is actually all run on all on God. And, and little would you think that, that people really trust God. But, um, uh, you know, uh, as, as I think about, you know, some of the same symptoms, you know, uh, and I don't know, this is something that really stood out to me and, and last Sunday night, um, I, I, I was at Fairhaven there, and, and uh, it was a minister's ordination, and Dave mentioned the idea about um, something about the sin of fornication. And, and, and you know, that sin is very relevant in this day, and, and, and you can read in, in Genesis, it talks about that, and, and, uh, and, and it really made me think as he mentioned that. And he said, you know, something he did say something that had nothing to do with the ordination, but it was just laid on his heart, and he just shared that. And, um, and you know, the Bible does say it shouldn't be once named among us. Uh, and, you know, it, it really, it just kind of, you know, I, I believe there was, a, there was a purpose in mentioning that. I think there was a purpose of that being said. And, and you know, it's funny how God just, uh, his spirit just leads people in a lot of different ways, and I think it was necessary that it was said. And... Um, but, you know, we have some of the same symptoms today. Um, you know, we have got so used to that sin of fornication. We have got so used to it, and we have got, um, it has become so prevalent that, that um, people just kind of feel like, um, well, it, it's just kind of in the feelings in people a little bit, the nature of people uh, that it'll just all come out onto the wash, you know, and it's just all going to work its way out. 
But you know, uh, yes, yeah, yeah, sin can be forgiven, and sin is forgiven, and, and bless the Lord this morning, forgiveness of sins, uh, that we can, uh, that we have that forgiveness. And, and you know, had it not been for the blood of Jesus, none of us would be here. There would, we, none of us have any reason to step the foot into this church today had it not been that our Lord brought us up out of the moray clay and set our feet up on a solid rock and put a new song into our heart. Had it not, there's no person here, we all have a past, and that past is sin. We understand that, that there's nobody here that we have no advantages. And I, I guess I, 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 you know, as um, Joe mentioned last Sunday, you know, he mentioned about, um, you know, I, I really thought he brought out the, the you know, the equal part. And, uh, um, you know, we really, as people, we're, we're, we're made up, we have, we're made up out of flesh and blood. Uh, we deal with the same things. We deal with the same symptoms, so to say. We have, um, you know, uh, you know, it's kind of like a lot of times when flus and and and, and the the COVID thing that went around, and and everybody, well, what was the symptoms? You know, what was the symptoms? And, and and you know, time after time after time, people would repeat uh, the symptoms that went with that, and and, and sometimes it brought death. And, and that's just exactly the way sin is, you know. You know, you might, you might say, in America, what are the symptoms? What is really happening in America? And, and in times, it brings death, spiritual death, so to say. It brings death, and, and people die spiritually. Um, you know, I often have to think of the Bible when it talks about, um, you know, when we take communion, uh, and it talks about he that eateth and drinketh, um, to himself, drink damnation to himself, you know, and unworthy. He that eateth and drinketh unworthy, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself. And for this cause, many are sick and weak among you, and it says many sleep. Uh, we see here that I'm, I'm going to have to turn to, uh, to over here chapter 6, and I'd like to look about the, what it talks about the flood. Um, you know, in chapter 6 in Genesis there, uh, it mentions how... Um, I'll just read. I'll just read the uh, part of chapter six there. And it came to pass when the men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them, and to the sons of God saw that the daughters of men that they were fair, and they took them wise which they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with men. We see here that it, it, it just appears like. Uh, Yet it goes on to say in verse 4, it says, And there were giants in those earth in those days, and all after that they were the sons of God came into the daughters of men, and they bare children, and they became mighty men, which were of old men of renown. And if I understand what this is trying to tell us here, that people, uh, uh, God-fearing men, just finally got to the point that they were God-fearing people, and they just got to the point, they made the choice. You know, just whatever feels good with the flesh, so to say. Whatever was, whatever uh, the flesh wanted, that's what they followed. And, and we know the turnout wasn't too good. And, and the men become, people become very sinful. They just, uh, and you know the day, 
Um, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but if you think of the days of Lot, and if you think about what really happened there in the days of Lot, what really happened, if I understand it right, there was Abraham and there was Lot. And Lot was a nephew, and Abraham said, if you go to the left, I'll go to the right, or vice versa, and you make a choice. And Lot was pretty, I would say he was pretty selfish. He made a choice where, the, where it was very prosperous. He, he, went, he made a choice where there was a lot of water and, and, and a lot of uh, uh, good land, so to say. And, and, and he finally, he moved into Sodom. He moved into Sodom, and, and, and through that choice, after he moved into Sodom, um, he, uh, what happened when he moved into Sodom, he, there, was, there was two angels that came, came to him and, 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 and slapped at his house. And he told Lot, he just simply made the words, he said, Lot, he said, you're going to have to get out of Sodom. He said, this is a wicked city, and you're going to have to get out. You're going to have to move. And, it, you know, picture this. Now, now picture what... Uh, what Lot was happening to Lot, he was very prosperous and and uh, he he was he was doing well, so to say, and and he was making big money and and he was there was a lot of good things going on in his life, and and he got to the choice where these two angels they said, you're going to have to get your two daughters and and your son-in-laws, but the son-in-laws didn't go along; they stayed back and and take your wife, and you know he took his wife and. And she looked back, and she became a pillar of salt. And, and you know how this story, all, how it all went. But I guess the part that I'd really like to, to bring out here today was the choice that Lot really made. He made a choice to go into Sodom and Gomorrah. And you know, it says, the Bible says, when he come out of Sodom there, it said it rained far and brimstone from heaven, and it destroyed them all. And, and, you know, as we read in, in, in the days of Noah, it says, as it was in the days of the flood, uh, you know, as it was in the days of the flood, you know, the, I, I can't quite get it, but anyhow, uh, it's in, in Matthew 24. It, it says that, I, yeah, I believe it's verse 39. And we, they knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall it be in the coming of the Son of Man. They didn't realize. They didn't realize what was happening in their lives, uh, you know, at the days of flood. They didn't realize what all was going on. And, uh, and you know, all at once, you know, we can say that today as the, the church. You know, we, you, know, you know, I was going to say America. I was going to say that we could say that to Americans that they don't realize what's happening. But I think we can say that to the church, you know, the, the churches, uh, you know, has a, a tendency they want to reach out to the world. And, uh, you know, I always had to think of what Brad Kurtman used to, uh, he always says that he tried that. He tried that. He tried the world. He tried those things in the world. And he said, there's nothing out there. There's nothing there. And, and we see here that that God saw in verse 5, he saw that the wickedness of man was great on this earth, and every imagination of the thoughts of the heart was only evil continued. And it repented the Lord that he made man on earth, and it grieved him at his heart. We see here that God repented that he actually made man. You know, that, that, that should make us, as, as, 
you know, as you think of the light of sin, and you think about it, that should make us feel pretty small, but, but really what happened here, the Lord said, I will destroy man who I've created on the face of the earth, both man and beast, and the creeping things and the fowls of the air for a repentant me that I have made them. But Noah says, found grace, in verse 8, found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And these are the generations of Noah, and Noah was a just man, a perfect in the generations, and Noah walked with God. We see here that I really believe that we could take this and, and kind of make it our translation when we say that Noah walked with God, Noah obeyed God. And you know, reverse, and finally we finish out in verse 22, and thus did Noah, Noah according to all God commanded him, and so he did. God did everything, you know, he could have, Noah could have said, uh, you know, he, 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 he obeyed God and, 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 and he just followed all of God's instructions. He, he, he made the dimensions of the boat, and, and he did everything what God said. And, uh, and, but what he could have he said, there's nobody going to show up anyhow. He could have actually just said, there's nobody. But, but Noah, well, he went all the distance. He went the distance what it took. And, and he went all the way and made every, everything, everything that God had asked him to do and, you know, the earth was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence, and, and God looked up on the earth, and it was corrupt for the flesh had corrupted its way up on the earth. And God said unto Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I'll destroy them on the earth. And then it goes on to talk about, you know, to make the ark and, and the rooms, and like we said, that if I understand it right, it was like 450 feet long and 75 feet wide, and 45 feet tall, and and it and it reminds me, uh, you know, like the Bible. You know, you might you 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 think that now there was plenty of room for people to get on, and 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 you know it makes me think about is in John 14 where it says, "Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions." And it says, "If it were not so." I, I would have told you, but he says, I go to repair a place for you that where I am, there you may be also. So we see here that, that even though, uh, you know, there was room, and, and uh, there was room on the boat, and, and, and Noah, uh, he preached to the people and, and, and warned them that, that the flood is coming and, and, and to get inside the boat. And we see here that, like I said, I'm just trying to make help myself a little bit here to think as, you know, we, we look at Matthew 24 and, and, and we say that's that we talk about end times and, and we see here, but it also tells us in 24 that says, but he that endureth to the end, the same shall be saved. And, and it talks about how iniquity shall abound, and I think it's in verse 12, but, and the love of many shall wax cold. You know, we see... Um, I know I often had to think about the first time uh, I remember when Nelson Copeland showed up here in Davies County, and I think it was in it was over at the Bria Hall there, and I think it was early 70s, I think. I, I'm, I'm going to say it's just right that. But I heard him say this many times that, that he always referred back to Davies County, and he said that night when he was in Davies County, you know, it was the first time he was ever here, and... There was some gentleman from this area walked up to him and he said, Nelson, don't ever lose your first love. And you know, 
I, I believe that that uh, somehow that just stuck with him. And, and you know, that's what my encouragement is with each and every one. You know, I guess I, uh, you know, I, I guess I've thought about, you know, how we start out in life and, and uh, we accept Christ and, uh, and uh, we become born again and, and we accept Jesus as our personal Savior and, and, and we make a lot of decisions. But I, I just want to encourage us all just to kin, continue to stay on course. You know, um, you know, it, 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 it uh, the devil has a tendency to come at us and, and, and tries to destroy us and, and tries to make us believe that, uh, you know, there is a narrow, there's a broad and there's a narrow way. And, 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 and you know, the, the narrow way that, um, the little paths that lead off the narrow way will lead us to destruction, if I, if I can say it that way. The little paths that, that take us off the narrow way will lead us to destruction. And we see here that I don't know that I fully understand what all happened, but I believe that the paths and the choices that, that these people made when they chose their wife and the things that they chose and the and and the Lord said, my spirit shall not always strive with men. And then it goes on to say in verse 4, And there were giants on the earth in those days. And after, and when the sons of God came into the daughters of men, they bare children to them, and they become mighty men. We see here that I probably don't understand everything here. But anyhow, it was something that brought, it grieved the heart of God, the things that were happening in the days of Noah. And, you know, that's kind of where I'm at today. I believe that as, as we think about the symptoms that are in America today, I I'm certainly believe that, that it grieves the heart of God. And, and I might just turn to, uh, I think it's in, yeah, G uh, Genesis 13 there. I'd like to look just a little bit how it was in the days of Sodom. But verse 13, it says in, 13, verse 13, but the men of Sodom were very wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. And the Lord said unto Abraham, after that lot was separated from him, lift up now thy eyes and look from the place where thou art northward and southward and eastward and westward. For the land which thou seest, I will give thee into thy seed forever. And I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth, so that as man can number the dust of the earth, then shall thy seed be also numbered. And, and, you know, here's what I'm wanting to say, that uh, I don't want to close this message out in any negative form. I, Abraham also made choices, and he made a choice that uh, he, he made a choice that he was going to let, he's going to let Lot make the choice, whatever he wanted. He, he just what, but, but, but God had already promised him that he, he was going to be like stars in the sea, uh, seashore, and, and, and God had made many promises and so I, I just want to encourage us today that, you know, time is running out. And, and, and today I would just like to encourage us to do all the good we can do. You know, we, at, you know as I, uh, I just thought it would be time today just to stop and, and, and you know, and, and think about, you know, we, a lot of times we'll, we'll, we say these verses with a lot of power. But as the same day that Lot went out of Sodom and it rained far and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. And even like that, that's where it's going to be when the Son of Man returns. And as it was in the days of Noah, 
That's the way it's going to be when the Son of Man returns. And we, we say that, and, and we say that with authority. And, and, you know, the flood came and destroyed them all. But the next time, uh, it won't be by the flood. It'll be by the fire that it's going to destroy uh, the land. And, and, and I just want to encourage us all to get on that lifeboat. You know, I believe that, that uh, it, it, our life is a lot like it was when the Titanic went down. You know, um, you know there, there was a, when the ti Titanic was going down, there was lifeboats that came out, and, and, and they were rescuing the people. And, and you know, the people had a, had a choice there to either get on that boat or, or to sink. And, and, you know, they, they had it, but not all of them was able to do that. I understand that. But that's kind of the way our life is today. There's a lot of, you know, uh, recently I heard that, or somewhere I heard that how a guy was up on his houseboat, or on top of his house, so to say. He's on top of his house, and, 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 uh, and there was a boat come out, and it was going to rescue him, and, and the guy said, uh, no, he's, he's not going to get on the roof. He's going to wait until God comes and get him. Well, you know, sometimes I believe that, that people are out to try to help us, and, and, and we just really, we just kind of turn away from God, and we don't really take the, uh, initiate the idea that, that God is sending the lifeboat out to rescue us and, and, and to bring us in. So I just want to encourage us today that, that you know, as, as we think about the things and, and how we, we look at life today, and we look at it like, it adds up pretty good with the days of Noah. It adds up pretty good with the days of Lot. And, and you know, we can, uh, we can, we can look at all the, the, all the downside of things, and that's true. But we also got to look at the positive side today. You know, we can go out and about today. And we can meet a lot of people that are on fire for God and, and a lot of people that are uh, living for the Lord, so to say. And so I guess, to make a long story short, there is still Saul on this earth. And, and it all, it don't just all just happen right here. It, it, it's got God, this nation, you know, um, yeah, the country is in bad shape and, and, uh, uh, you know, I was just talking to my brother-in-law, Wayne, last night, and, you know, he, he always gets, sometimes he gets sort of teary-eyed, and he just talks about the things of how bad this country, he said, Rick, he said, you know that we're in, we're, we're in trouble. And, you know, he gets, uh, gets pretty emotional, you know, since he got hurt. And, 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 and you know, um, I don't know if I should say we're really in trouble. We have God on our side. If we were with God, we're not really in trouble. We're, we're, we're all right. All we got to do is get on the lifeboat with God and, and, and continue to live for the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh. We, uh, we as people, um, you know, we don't know uh, when we'll leave this earth. We have no idea um, when the Lord is going to return. I mean, yeah, we can say, well, the Bible does say it on our that you think not. That's when he's going to return. It does say that. But we really don't know, and, and yet, you know, we can look at it. And, but I, the, here's the thing. If we're ready to die and we're ready to leave, we need to be looking forward to the, uh, to the Son of Man returning. And it says, it, it, it does say, the Bible does say, I think it's in Luke, it says the day will come 
when men will desire to see the Son of Man coming, and they won't see him. And you know, I, I look at that verse, and I read that verse, and read that verse. And you know what? I, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm wondering, you know, we don't know what we will see on this earth. We have no idea. Um, you know, the Bible does say that I saw the ones that was beheaded for, for the witness of Jesus and those that wouldn't receive his mark. And, you know, we don't have to become fearful of that. I know that sounds sort of bold to say those statements, but that's what the Bible says. And I don't know. I know if, if we're on God's side, he'll take care of us. It, it's not going to make any difference. Uh, you know, the scripture does say, um, he that liveth and believeth in him shall never die. Live forever in eternity. So I just like to encourage us today that hopefully this is not negative as it was in the days of Noah. And as it was in the days of Lot, the Son of Man is going to return. Hopefully that's not a negative statement because we need, uh, we need uh, to look forward, um, look forward to the Son of Man returns and, and make our calling and election sure. Work out our salvation with fear and trembling. We have, uh, yeah, we'll never, um, we have, we have a lot in common today. We have, we all need, um, we all need uh, the grace of God. We're all going to need the grace of God. But I'd like to encourage you to this. Let's not misuse the grace of God that he gives us. Let's just, let's just use the grace the way God intended it to. I think it can come to the point that we can misuse grace. Uh, we, uh, should we continue in sin that grace may abound? The Bible says God forbid. So we don't want to misuse grace. We just want to use it. Um, yeah, I, I believe that, like I said here in, in the, in the, you know, before the flood, I believe there was 120 years of grace. But, you know, it did run out. So I, may the Lord keep us, and may we continue to walk with him. And um, I know, uh, before I sit down, I do know that there was probably a lot of things that I was wanting to share today that somehow it just kind of left me. I'm going to leave that. But... I guess I'll just finish like what I like to say. If you forget everything else I said today, remember one thing. God loves you. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come before you today. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. That you hung on the cross and you went all the way to Calvary for our sins. We pray, Lord, that that may we uh, wholly just surrender our lives. And you know, as we think about the scripture where it says, as the days of Noah and the days of Lot, let's not become fearful of that, but much more, let's just fear you, Lord. Let's just pray that, that we make our calling and election sure and just simply just cry out to you and, and uh, Lord, help us just to confess our sins and whatever you would want us to do, Help us just to rely totally on your plan. And Lord, we love you and thank you for dying. And we just ask that as we go from this place today, we expect that we will meet here again. 
that we don't know what you have in store for us. But that part is not negative as we think about the alternative. The scripture says that he that liveth and believeth in him shall never die eternity. So we just pray, Lord, your will will be done in our life. Accomplish what you would like to see accomplished. Help us to lean on you and trust you. And we know that, that the God of this world has blinded the hearts and minds of many people that turned away from you. And we just pray that as you give us opportunity to share and witness to, to people that have walked away from you, that we do it with joy. And may we realize that, that Lord, you're the one that gives the increase. And, and, and may we never feel like we failed on your part if we do what you've commanded us to do. We love you, and thank you again for your saving blood on the cross. In your name we pray. Amen.